This podcast is brought to you by our friends here at hymns.com. Ladies and gentlemen, do you have a problem with your penis getting hard? Yes, I'd have to just kind of cut to the core and go right to the point. Your penis getting hard. This is a quite essential part of clapping it out, just like the nerd here claps it out all the time. And I don't need this. But some of you guys, I understand you're getting older. You may have this problem where Mr. Penis is having a hard time getting hard and staying hard on the terms that you wish it would. The inability to get and maintain an erection is the most common symptom of erectile dysfunction. Let's help you control the stress in at least this part of your life by helping you receive the right treatment. This is convenient, effective, and discreet. And you can start your free visit at hymns.com. Rise above erectile dysfunction and get a free online consultation now. It starts as low as $4 a dose, only if you use the code VOMPODCAST10, that is VOMVICTORYONLINEMEN.COM. I mean, I hate that military term stuff, but VOMPODCAST10, that's Voices of Misery Podcast 10. There you go. Use that code and God damn it, get your dick hard and please your woman because if you don't do it, somebody else will. Hymns.com. Sponsors of the Voices Misery Podcast. We like them. We like you. That's why we want you to keep your woman happy and just put that smile back on her face and get your confidence up, man. Hymns.com. Get that dick hard. On with the show. What's going on, everybody? It's another episode of the Voices Misery Podcast. Of course, one half of the dynamic duo, the often imitated, never duplicated nerd, and... What? You didn't say Who are you? Are. Who you are you? That. Who the fuck are you? Well, you didn't say Who am I sitting across the table from today? What's going on? You were about to do something, and I stopped you because I knew you... I saw you reaching for it, no, and I started the show. I'm good. You're about to pop the top off one of your Bud Lights, and I have an open seltzer, ladies and gentlemen. Crowd applause. You hear that? Crowd applause? That not. I, I wish we had one of those buttons. You would get like the canned applause like those fucking sitcom TV shows do. I'm drinking a seltzer, and it feels good. It's been a whole week. I've been a good boy all week long. Just kind of, uh, just taking a week off to decompress and relax, and I feel great. They taste better today for some odd reason. I don't know. They just taste good. We have a new seltzer. Did you see that one? No, I haven't left the fucking house. I'll be leaving tomorrow. It's a Michelob. It's got like all these nasty flavors like pineapple, spicy shit, pear, fucking apple. Like it's just some weird fucking flavors, man. Pear apple sounds good though. No, it wasn't pear. It was like pear something or other. Like pear, like pear, peach pear. 
Okay, then that's gross. Yeah, it's like it's it's a bunch of shit that just shouldn't have anything. Pear to apple each other. would be good. Pear apple. Well, See, I, mean, I like apple, pears. Apple makes anything taste good. But yeah, it's zero carbs, zero sugar, and it's cheaper than the than than the COVID seltzers. You said but, cucumber lime too. Yeah. If it wasn't the no, lime. If it wasn't cucumber, I wouldn't fuck with it. If it was cucumber, like watermelon or something, Ugh. it would probably taste good. I guess. I don't know why these seltzers have to be in such odd flavors. It's just like, can we just have like a Coke flavored one or <laughs> like a fucking Mountain Dew flavored one? Like, can we just do something you, regular? I said that since you started getting these seltzers because every and you've tried several different kinds of seltzers mm-hmm. and each kind that you bring home. Always has one or two shit ass flavors. I don't know why they like lime so much. Like this one has, you got cherry and blackberry lime. Blackberry, that's tropical so, lime. It's like what? What? What's the common theme here? Lime so. Far. Well, cherry and the blackberry limes sound halfway decent. They're pretty good. Tropical the mango lime's okay. And the tropical lime, like yuck, absolutely not. Well, I'm glad to get another week in the can. It's been a long fucking. You know which week. one was good? What? That Fourth of July one. I love that one. You had it. Smirnoff. It was Smirnoff one. That was the good one. Yeah, the whole damn case time. was a good flavor. Yeah, it was It was that one flavor. Yeah, blue July. raspberry or something that. Like was that was America. Right? That's mm. the last taste of America we'll ever get. Whatever. That, that, that was good. They, they <laughs> like just, I slid that in there? I need more seltzers like that. Well, I mean, I don't know why they just don't do it. But maybe it tastes so good because there was that little one gram of sugar in it. Oh, boo-hoo. I cheated. Just a tiny bit. I had one little tiny fucking... Like, it was like less than a gram of sugar. Just because. I don't know. Today's Saturday. How do you feel about uh, doing a show on a Saturday? Does it feel weird? We haven't done that in a while. Well, it's fine. Yeah, well, how's it going to be feeling doing one tomorrow, too? Wait, we're doing another one tomorrow? Yeah. Well, I told you on the way here we're going to be guest starring. Oh, the starring other show. Okay. I on thought you someone meant else's show. Someone with a, with a very successful show. We're going to be on there tomorrow. Uh, shooting the breeze. We'll announce that once it's recorded and we know what day that's going to be posted. We'll let you guys know where you can hear that one. You can hear the dynamic duo of the nerds invading someone else's show. And uh, hopefully we can be nice and entertaining for them. I'll be well rested. I'll have the day off and I'll be uh, probably tanked by the time we get on there. Yeah, but don't know. I'm not going to do that. When the last time I fucking did that? I haven't done that in a while. I've, I've been hanging out, just taking it day by day. Did we tell the people that we got st- uh, stimulated finally? No, because that just happened yesterday. Oh my God. Yeah, go ahead and talk about that. That was weird. No. How I that whole you, thing happened. You finally got it, so I'm glad. It's gone. I got it. We got it. Well, yeah, but like, not really. Like, we, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's gone. We took care of business. So. We just took care of some things we wanted to take care of. It was like, whatever. Like, I didn't really care. I just, I, I'm glad that we don't have to wait till income tax. I, I just, yeah. I didn't want to wait for months for it mm-hmm. that would have that would have sucked i'm glad we we finally got it and yeah and uh just it took care some, of what it was supposed to take care of just paid off some stuff we wanted to pay off and there you go. done good gone there you go and looking forward to the future that's all i'm looking forward to just the future in general i mean a lot of people aren't looking forward to the future but i mean we got we got no other choice we just have to look forward to whatever the fuck is ahead of us and i don't know i'm coming in this episode a little bit hot today i didn't i, I didn't tell you why why, so man? I'm sitting there. I'm sitting there at work, and uh, uh, these work stories was, are killing me. No, I mean it has really nothing to do with work except for the fact that I was there. I'm sitting there and I'm trying to get my mind off all the craziness that's going on in the world. So I'm watching fight videos on on YouTube, like any self-respecting man would do when they're trying to calm <laughs> down. I was watching some UFC fights from the past that I that I never got to see, but they're in their entirety on, on uh, YouTube. And all of a sudden, I hear bling off my ear. Like, what the hell is that? It's like the bling noise, you know. 
and you get a message. I'm looking like I don't see any notifications or anything, so I open up Instagram and Strangler Steve Kane said oh, yay. He, 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 he sent a, a, a funny picture of uh, Joe Biden. And then I sent them the soundboard, and we got to talking a little bit about the, you know, shit that's going on in... Oh, good. And in, in the world, you know, like, not like not too much. Just a little back and forth, like, a couple of things going on there. And then I started getting worked up, because you can't talk to me about the world, <laughs> politics... Oh, God. And, 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 and the uh, plandemic, I guess I said plandemic, and all the bullshit that's going on in the world, without me getting a little, a little heated... So I'm sitting there, and I'm just like, oh, man, I'm sitting there going on and on, and my, my juices are this flowing, the blood's guy, boiling. I'm gonna, and I was no saying, idea. I'm saying to myself, I'm like, man, we, i, I got to record this show in about an hour, an oh hour and a half God. or so, and I'm sitting there, and I'm already going, man. Like, it doesn't take much to wind this boy up here. <clears throat> it doesn't take much. It's just, just, just a little nudge in that direction, and... I was getting all high. And the guy at work was, was trying to get me going a little bit today. A customer tried to get me going at work. It was just crazy. The guy was like, so how do you feel about the election? And I was like, oh, I can't. Oh, 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 oh you, you're a customer. And there's two things you don't talk about. You don't talk about politics and religion when you're at work or at a bar or pretty much anywhere because it's just a, a taboo topic. You might get canceled and banned off of something like everyone else just seems to be getting banned and canceled nowadays. So what happened? Nothing. I'm just wound out. I'm coming in this episode hot because yeah. I already pre-gamed a little bit talking about shit, but I'm not going to do that on this episode because I am I am vowed to well, not. I'm glad doing he found you much. on Instagram. Yes. So that's good. Yes. So there you go. So now I'm wound up. So you, you, you want to talk about your little work story? Little tightly wound from yesterday that you could not wait to like get out your mouth yesterday. Oh, it was classic. It was a good one. Yeah. There you go. Let me talk about that one. All right. So. Uh, Cause Cause you, you could not. You could not wait to get in the car and, and give me all the deets. It was a. It was one of the most awkward conversations or situations I've ever had to be a part of. Just uncomfortable, and I've been through it all. I mean, I'm 38 years old. I'm an old fucking man. I've, I've been working since I was since the day I turned 18. No, I was younger. I was like 17. I, I got my first job and been working ever since, pretty much, with a couple of small breaks here and there, you know. But I've been working a lot and. This one takes the cake for me. It's just, it's my part-time job, the little one that I do on the side. I uh, go to work four hours a night, and then I work. Well, I mean, like, it, it's on top of an already long day, and then I go right there for my other job, so it's not like I'm you know, just working four hours a day. But anyway, I was I was doing it last night, and uh, some, some woman comes in the store, and it was like 6.20, 6.30-ish, some, something like that. We close at 8. So it's like, you know, plenty of time to get whatever you got to get done. She comes in and she's like, oh, I want to transfer this to this. All right, no problem, right? And I'm, and I'm a pretty pleasant human being when I'm at work because I get paid to be pleasant. And, you know, she smiled. I smiled out of my mask, you know, and we could see the wrinkles in each other's eyes. I guess that's the new way you smile it's at so each cute. other. <laughs> and then so she comes cute. over and then I put my hand on her devices and I'm, I was just about to start doing it. All of a sudden, another set of hands comes and snatches them away. And then this, my manager, she's like a, a very, like, southern person. Very nice lady. I think she's cool, but she's very, like, hands-on. She's one of those managers that, like, wants to get things done all the time. She has to be involved in all transactions. Everything that goes on just wants to be, like, in it. You could be talking to your customer, and all of a sudden she'll jump in and throw, like, ten things at him. And it's, like, it, it's very overwhelming. I, I think my manager's okay. She's a very nice lady. But if I was a customer, I'd hate her guts. I'm like, can you please just get the fuck out of my face? 
And it just so turns out the customer that I was helping was that person. She was basically me in female form. Because immediately, she's like, what the, whoa, what, what's going on? And, and I, can t- I can read people very easily, especially in person. It's a lot easier. I could tell by this woman's body language and the way her eyes were shifting back and forth from me to her. She's like, what the fuck is going on? I'm, I just was like, whatever. And she's hitting this lady with a million questions. Do you got this? You got that? Do you know your password for this? What's your email for this? Blah, blah, blah. And the woman is like flustered because she just walked in. She got me being all pleasant to her. And then this other person coming in like a million miles an hour, like like Red Bull, cocaine, all these things at once, like speed and shit, like fucking four days of not sleeping, over-tired, whatever. And she's just spitting all these words at her. And the woman was just flustered. She was like freaking out. And she's like, whoa, 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 slow down, slow down. And, and this is how it was going, just to start the transaction. I'm like, here we fucking go. And I'm just sitting there, just standing there, like not even doing anything because the, the way this manager is, she just physically takes over everything. And she's like, blah, 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 blah. and I couldn't even understand what the fuck she was saying. She was going so fast. And the customer obviously couldn't either because she just came in there to ask a quick thing and I was going to ha- handle it. I could have had her out in probably 15 minutes. Blah, 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 you got this, you got And the woman was like, whoa. Slow down. I was dealing with him. Who are you? Why are you doing this? Slow it down. You're asking me too many questions. You're really freaking me out here. And she, the manager's like, well, I'm going to tell you a question. Slow down. You're freaking me out. I'm like, I don't even know who you are. What is going on here? And, the, and I'm like, oh, my fucking God. And I could just hear the woman's voice. And she was so mad. And the manager was like, I'm just, I'm, I'm just asking you questions, ma'am. And she's like, you're asking me too many goddamn questions. She's like, I want to deal with this guy. He's he's nice. You're not very nice. I don't like you very much. Leave me alone. And holy shit. I'm like, oh, here we go. Now it's an awkward situation because it's just this one customer, and it's me and the manager. And um, so I'm like, you know, I would feel like I was ganged up on if there's two employees, and I'm by myself at a store, and I'm a woman, and, you know, and you got these two people just, like, shouting instructions at me. She, like, they made her feel uncomfortable, basically, you know, the way this manager, like, took over and was, like, speeding, like, trying to rush her out the door. She's like, I, like, I feel rushed. I don't know what you're talking about. You're just saying these things to me. I don't know what you're... Please, this is well, what this I want. this manager yeah. is rude as fuck. You, you met her. I know, and she pissed me off yeah. the day I met her. We were both pretty pissed off that day, the, yeah. The, the, her problem is... In, and believe me, she's very friendly. It's just I don't think she realizes she comes she, off she, as so powerful, like she, so. She did. She did after this. In your face, in like just overbearing. Like mm-hmm. it's very, it's very obnoxious. And I and I, like, ugh. The one day I had her or mm-hmm. dealt with her, like, and it was for thirty seconds. I was like, "Fuck this!" And I went, I walked right back to the car. I'm not dealing with like she was like immediately in mm-hmm. our face. But going back to this story with her. You had a cus- you had the customer. She comes over and just takes the customer away. Like that's ridiculous. You didn't yeah. have a problem. There was, there was no nothing. issue. She came in. She, she, she was happy. I was happy. We were came both and pleasant. took the customer away, and then the customer gets yeah. upset. Like like because everything was going fine, and then now she's dealing with someone else. Like yeah. I don't blame that customer for because be- I know how that woman was. And Ugh. yeah, she was just very overbearing, asking her questions, the condescending kind of voice, like the southern kind of drawl, I guess. And the woman was not having it. And she was like, you, calm down. Stand back. I just need a second. Stand away from me. Get away from me. And so she took a couple steps back and was just staring at the lady. And, like, they have masks on so you can't see the facial expressions. But this woman was like, you're freaking me out. You're freaking me out. She kept saying, you're freaking me out. She's like, you're really pissing me off. I'm getting stressed out right now. She's like, you're, you're, she's like you go from zero to 100. I'm dealing with him. I'm, I'm happy. And now I'm dealing with you and I'm pissed off. 
and, and, then, and then, like, there was so much being said, and I'm sitting there, like, and I walked away because the manager was like, go, go see if you can find some stuff for her phone, meaning, like, accessories and cases and shit to sell her, right? So I go to the corner, and I'm, like, standing by the, I'm like, if I'm this woman, I'm not buying a goddamn thing because I'm pissed off. So I text right. my manager. I'm like, I'm not fucking with this lady right now. <laughs> LOL. And I went to the back room, and I was, like, doing other work. Which was, people have to understand. And I think we, we said this before previously in the podcast that yeah. you were a different person. Mm-hmm. When you're at work, well, I've I've done this you're for a long time. You're super friendly and yeah. like you're not a nice guy. You're everybody's buddy, yeah, yep. and like sell, 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 kiss their ass, blah blah blah. Like and people I have made a lot of like money this. doing it. <laughs> made a lot of money doing it. Man. You're not the nerd when you're working. Oh yeah, no, so, actually, I'm. I, I I feel like I'm more of the podcast guy. Like not like as as outspoken, obviously, because I can't say the things that I really mean, like I do on the show. But I. Well, we've gone to stores, and you've yeah. run into people, and you turn into a different freaking person. It's it's just yeah. completely different. Yeah, I guess that's what a spotlight shows on. You got to put on the, the whole a the whole character voice, a different stance, a different like, oh hey, how are you doing? Like you actually give a fuck about these people. You don't care. I don't. And I, yeah. I I sit there and I start laughing and I you walk know, away. You know the truth. <laughs> you know the truth. You're the only one. That's why I can't get rid of you. So I understand why you walked of. away. From I've tried. That. Oh God! But anyway, you know, like I go to the back and I'm like cleaning up, and I, I hear like like raised voices. They weren't like screaming at you, but it was like raised voices. <clears throat> and um, the one thing was really funny. She, what I thought was great, she goes, um, "You know, you two need to switch roles." She's like, "You need to be the person that greets the people and and, and pisses them off, and then they need to get the charms like knocked off by him." And I was like, oh, that's so nice. And then his charm or some shit, she said, like, you know, it's, just, it's just so good. Because I'm, I'm a pleasant individual. And because you have to be nice to people. Oh, it's customer service. You have to, you it's have customer to service. You have to be. You can't just be a, like a Walmart employee the whole time. And I'm not saying all Walmart employees are bad. But that's the stigma that they get being miserable some are people. Really nice. Oh, some are some great. Are miserable. That one lady, we love that one lady. She was our favorite cashier and I was pissed they promoted her because now she can't ring out her shit. She was the fastest and best one. I know. We used to wait in her line when there was like a open long lines. Line. Yeah, a yeah. long line. Wait, I'm waiting for her cuz she's the, she's the best one. Mm-hmm. But whatever. And uh, you know, the woman was like talking to me after all cuz I came back out cuz it took way longer than it was supposed to. And uh, we were getting ready to close and shit. And then the woman was just, like, being very flirtatious after a while, let's just say. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and this is the part it's, it's I a shame. To to. It's a shame I have to wear a mask. <laughs> oh, my God. And then I had to throw out, a, like, a dimple comment. I was like, oh, yeah, man, you couldn't even see the dimples behind him. You know, just like Jerry. So he flirted back. See, I no. didn't hear this yesterday. I know I said that to you. I said, no. I, I said that to you. I, I did. I, I said that to you. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, like, after she left, the manager was, like, trying oh to, like, God. talk about the situation, like, because I could tell she was embarrassed. <laughs> I could tell she was embarrassed about the whole thing, and, uh, yeah, pretty much, she was like, oh, well, I take blame, and then she's like, I came in hot because I didn't get an extra, because we're training two new people there, and she had this work for Monday through Friday, and I guess she didn't get her day broken up, she was feeling on edge, I guess. I was like, yeah, I guess. I don't know. It was just, it was just a really uncomfortable situation. She was like, well, I think the woman was mad because she just wanted to play flirt with you or whatever. Oh, see? She wanted to flirt with you the whole time. I'm like, listen, I don't know what's going on here. I just I just <laughs> want to get home and clap it out. And what did I say to you when you called me and gave me this yeah. whole spiel, yeah. ending it with the whole flirt thing? She I said, well, did you get clapped out in the parking lot? Yeah. 
You're like, no. Why you, should I? You help? said, why not? Yeah, like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> you said, give it to her. Give her what she wants. <laughs> <laughs> if she wants it, why not give it to like, her? Like Jesus Christ, you, you purposely call me on the way home. Well, I, t- tell I tell me. you everything. I tell. I literally <sighs> tell you everything. And then she started flirting with me. I'm like, well, did you clap her out? Like, why? Did why am I hearing this? Like, what the fuck the is the point? Away. <laughs> I don't want that stank in my car. Shit. <laughs> but yeah, that was that was my uh, day at work. So there you go. You wanted me to tell that story. I just I just told it to everybody <laughs> because it just it just oh god the things you say. Yeah, and of just course I had my work shirt on, and I got stopped at the fucking gas station for like ten minutes longer than I wanted to be in there. Yeah. The fucking gas station guy who owns the place, but he was trying to offer me a gig to work there for cash under the table, which I might accept. Job number ching three. Let's see what happens there. But yeah, that's pretty much it, man. This has been a really shitty week. It has been. We're a day off on our podcast. So I'm supposed to be Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Normally we shoot for this week. It was what, Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday. I don't fine. give a shit. We we do our things. We get it out there. We put them out there like we're supposed to. And well, I mean, that one website's pretty pissed off the one that tells us when we're supposed to be putting out shows. So there you go. <laughs> they, they just tell us when it's, oh, all right, boss. <laughs> you know? Whatever. Very. What's up with me and overbearing bosses? I got that website telling me when, when we're supposed to be putting shows out, and I had that shit happen yesterday. What the fuck? She's been overbearing since I, I've met her, though. Yeah. Like, she's just... It's too much. It's too much. Because... I mean, I remember you telling me when you were... First... When you first went back. Mm-hmm. And you thought it was because, like, she was just making sure you knew what you were doing, so, and like, because I was new all over again. Time. Yeah. It's been a little, it's been very. But like, God damn it, she's like that twenty four seven. Like, I could never well, imagine. Well, Ugh. it's only my part time job. It's never going to be my 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 main gig again. I, I I fell in love with what I do in the daytime. I absolutely love it. I'm sitting here playing video games with a headset on, repeating the same information over and over. again. I love it, and I, and I hate repetition. But this job, my day job, is so fucking good. Trying to get some stuff going on there, maybe getting into a permanent position with this company because they're all over the place. They tell you something's going and something's not. You know how these fucking companies lie to you and shit. But I feel rude. We've gone about twenty minutes talking about my bullshit stories. How's your week been? Hey, Saturday. I did math work today, and let me tell you something because like they, this fucking math man, this math is going to kill me. By the end of the fucking year, I'm going to be lying dead because I'm so stressed out. Yeah. This is and I can't I. Just, I don't even know what to do. So, I, I, you get one retake on all this stuff. A lot of this shit is multiple choice. Some of the stuff is like handwritten equations oh. and stuff like that. I was that. wondering if you were going to go there. I, I didn't know if you were going to. No, I, admit I don't. Your I mis- have no shame. You're horrible. I don't give a fuck. I, like I'm going to come. Mm-hmm. I don't care. Good. I'm not hiding shit. Good. Damn, this bitch but has if got it, all ghetto on me. No, because it, uh, this math is pissing me off. Like I'm, I'm at. My wits end with it. Like, I'm ready to, like, seriously, I'm about to go off on someone. So, it's so goddamn hard that I cannot understand it. YouTube videos, literally, I'm looking up everything trying to figure out how to do this stupid shit. If I can't understand it, how in the hell is my kid supposed to understand it? Neither one of us understand a goddamn thing. So, I'm trying to figure out how to do this stuff. Mm -hmm. She gets one retake. So, we take it the first time. Fail, obviously, because, you know, that's how we are. That's that's what we do with math. We we fail. So we get a retake. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to be smart this time. I am going to... These are multiple choice. Okay? Yeah. 
and I'm going to write down the goddamn answers. Okay, here it is. It's A, B, C, D. Boom. Okay, some of these stupid things are only four questions. So you get one wrong, you're already down to a 75. Which, there's no room for error on, on any of this shit. So, I just write A, B, C, D all the way down to however many questions there are. Mm. And I'm like, open up the retake. Ask the teacher for the retake. We get the retake open. I go and take it. I take my sweet-ass time. Obviously, I'm watching TV. I'm doing whatever the fuck I'm doing. But it's time. You, you can The teacher can tell how long you're on a certain assignment for. They are given, like, okay, this person spent 28 minutes on, on this yeah. assignment and 40 minutes on this assignment or whatever. Like, they know how long you're on each assignment, which I found out. <laughs> so <laughs> I found that out through Jenna. Mm. Um, Wait, she told you? No. When, when Jenna was... When I was doing her social and science work, oh. and I was trying to pull her out, they were like, "Well, she she's going pretty quick in those." And I'm like, "Yeah, because it's me and it's mm. not her." So that's how I figured that out. I'm like, "Okay, so we're this is a retake. This is supposed to take you know so long. So I'll sit here and I'll take my fucking sweet as time, and I'll keep putting touching the screen or whatever, so it doesn't go freaking to sleep. I do all the answers or whatever. Do a good amount of time, about thirty eight minutes. I get a fucking fifty. So I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? It's the same goddamn questions, but they switched where the damn answers were. And I'm like, you son of a fucking bitch. So that was my way to get her damn grade up, which mm-hmm. now I can't do. So now that I know that, I'm just going to be screenshotting every fucking thing I can. Well, that's just how you're supposed to have done it anyway. You take pictures because well, they always switch them around. That's everything. Yeah, but once you submit the answers... If it's multiple choice, it automatically grades you. You only have a certain amount of time to be able to, mm. like, because it's everything. They know how long you're on there. They know when you submit the answers and how long you're on there. Yeah. So, uh, it just, whatever. I'm just going to be snapping pictures of fucking everything. Like, it, it just, I'm going to fucking break the system if it fucking kills me. <laughs> Give a shit because she is not. Sounds like the system's already broken you. It's, 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 it's. It, it, God, well, it, it's very, very fucking close. But yeah, I got a hundred on yeah. the other thing. Not that her grade moved at all because it was four fucking questions. But I got a hundred mm. on that. I don't know. I don't think they're going to hold kids back this year because of this. I don't, I don't know. I don't think they're going to. And and it's in um, math is like the. I keep hearing it from everyone. Math is the worst. All these mm. kids are failing math. They're not being taught. No one seems to understand it. The parents don't understand it because they're being taught different. I don't want to keep repeating myself because we've talked about this before. Mm-hmm. But I'm just saying, like, nothing's changed. This is, we're halfway through the school year now. The school hasn't changed their the way they're teaching or changed the assignments or, like, they're not helping. Nothing's being changed. So we're still in this predicament and all these kids are fucking failing. One goddamn class. Now, how are you going to do that? Because one class, then you have to repeat the whole fucking grade. What's the point of fucking doing the other classes then? If you can't get the one class up, you have to go and repeat all those classes again. Because mm-hmm. it's not high school. This is ridiculous. What about last year, though? Didn't they just pass everybody last year because of this bullshit? Oh, yeah. Last year they did yeah. with no problem. They'll have to do it this year because this is this bullshit. This year is just, like, I don't, I hope so because, like, I, and I email and I talk to the teacher and I talk to the the virtual counselor like i'm i'm all in like i I don't just talk to jenna's people like i talk to Mm -hmm. hers 
to Sammy's people. And like, and I keep telling them, like, this is fucked. Like, you're not, I'm, we're not getting help anywhere. I don't know what you want me to do. Yeah. The, the grade's not improving. I'm trying everything I can. I can't even fucking cheat correctly. So, obviously, yeah. I didn't say that. But, like, I can't, there's nothing I can do with this grade. So, I, I don't know. But anyways, I tried um, Bridgerton. Bridgerton, I think that's what it's called, on Netflix. Oh, okay. So what the fuck uh, are you saying? Yeah, that, that's a new show on Netflix, and I, I like that, getting off that goddamn schoolwork. But uh, th- that's basically it. The school is dressing me out, and I'm trying a new show. I think that's the most you've talked about your week. Since it's because of fucking school. Well, there you go. You're back in school again. And just like, like before, so you're failing. stressed out. Yeah, well, I can tell. I can tell you're stressed out. This is so. just a fucking nightmare. That sucks. It does. It sucks. I wish I could help you, but I'm busy fucking slaving away all day, every day. Doesn't matter. Because that one time, and I haven't asked you since then, but the one time I did ask you for a question, and then I asked someone else for the question, mm-hmm. all three of us got the goddamn answer wrong. It, everyone it, was had a, stupid, it was one of those stupid ones. It's like a fucking riddle. All three of us had the question wrong, and I'm like, fuck, like I can't. Yeah. Every time I get it wrong, I'm just like, what the fuck? But seriously, what these questions are is so so Tom, Dick, and Mary went to a party and they all brought a pie. Oh, God. They put all three pies down. Tom's was cut five eighths, and this one was like, give me a fucking. These questions are never going to be asked. Can we cut the bullshit curriculum out? Maybe that would just get rid of college. Essentially, just get rid of college because it's all bullshit. Like all these stupid things that they teach you nowadays. Let's just stop school at like twelfth grade and be done with it. Be like, all right, go out there and learn a trade. You're smart enough to, to speak, have a conversation, form an opinion. Listen, you, at you this know point, basic math. Can we just get to twelfth grade? Because yeah. I feel like we're going to be in seventh for a very long time. I just want to get these kids out of this fucking house, and they're trying to keep them here. What the fuck? Get out. Do some shit. God. Well, other than that, I mean, we're doing all right. I, I feel pretty good. This has been a good week, finally. Uh, <laughs> I mean, the week sucks from a work and personal perspective, but I mean, from what little time we have. That we're not working or doing school, I feel like things have progressed pretty well. I mean, we got that stimulus money. I was out there talking to you about something, and then I was like, oh, "Let me check the bank real quick." I was leaving for my second job yesterday, and then I was like, "Oh, fuck, it's there!" And I came back in. I'm like, "All right, well, let me just knock out a couple things real quick," and we paid some paid some stuff off like we wanted to, and now we're now we're good. It's just whatever. I mean, life is life, and it sucks. And it's already, what, this, we're already heading into the second week of the fucking month. And it feels like things are just going really quick. You made a, a mention that we're going to start getting warmer weather after next month, so. Oh, within a month we'll start getting warmer Within a month. Weather. It's it's crazy. I don't even yeah. know what the hell happened in the winter. It just feels like everything just went so quick. And maybe because I'm home all the time and then I go to my other, like I'm working from home and then I'm doing my other thing. Maybe it just feels like it. No, I, it's just, well, maybe for you, but, like, I, I mean, I do literally nothing, and my weeks are flying by. Like, I feel mm. like I'm going to be 80, like, in a month. No, you're, right, you're getting close. Horrible. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> my hair might look like it, but. No. It's so weird that, like, you people in this household get so excited over some of the most trivial shit. Why? What happened? Because you told me that the kid was talking about going grocery shopping all day tomorrow. Because that's the one day that... None of like, us leave this house. Like, you have I don't leave never, the house either. But you have even... I don't, I don't go anywhere fun. I go to work. I understand that. But you have never understood the fact that... And I've said this forever. Oh, I know it sucks to leave the house. That we need to get the fuck out of here. 
Well, when I was going through my depression, I still like wouldn't leave the house. Like we were going to the store like every day or every other day. Remember that? I just had to get the fuck out of the house because you can't sit here and stare at fucking four walls. Yeah. It, it's just like you can move to another room. Yeah, great. There's nothing in there. I don't get it. We got three bedrooms in the living room. Oh, mm-hmm. great. You know, like it, it's just so. Yeah, the, when she knew it was Sunday, she's starting to get into this routine now. Oh, you know, we've gone somewhere on the weekends. Early, usually, before she wakes up. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Every single week for the last couple of weeks. And then uh, she had asked to go to grocery shopping today. Mm-hmm. And it's not because we're in desperate need of food. She just... That's her... Jenna's way of saying she wants... She needs to get out of the house. Well, she gets certain things that just bl- gets blown through. Like, whenever we get donuts, those kids just fucking tear those donuts up and they go quick. Yeah, she likes the pop But, uh... I said, no, Daddy's got to work. And so she says Sunday, and I'm like, okay, we'll see. And then uh, she's been talking about it nonstop, so she's so excited to get out of the house tomorrow. Yeah. Well, I'm excited to get out of the house tomorrow, too. I'm excited. I'm excited. No, I, I'm excited I, I feel like excited. I need to take pictures just so I can remember what the hell it looks like outside. Well, my thing is, is I like waking up in the morning and knowing that my day's clear. I got nothing yeah. to do. Like, we got that show to, to, to appear on tomorrow for, I don't know how long that's going to run, but we're probably at, at least an hour or two, maybe. I don't even know. I don't know. We always have a good time when we go on people's shows and have people on our show, and it's always a good time. So, we'll go on there. We'll we'll, we'll do that tomorrow. But other than that, today's pretty much free. I just want to go shopping nice and early. Maybe, maybe pick up some lunch as a family. And the one kid's here, just sitting here because she, she hates us now because she's, she's almost a teenager couple of months and uh yeah i mean everything's just pretty decent right now and i feel guilty almost that we live in south carolina because it's so nice here i mean you don't really have to wear a mask but it's encouraged but it's not really enforced down here it's not it's not the worst thing uh hopefully it stays that way that's what i'm hoping but whatever we're, we're gonna have a good day tomorrow it's a nice empty day off with nothing to do i would like to grill outside maybe who knows we'll fucking find something to fill our time with but other than that, are you ready to get into some topics? All right. Because I found some things that I wanted to talk about today, and it was so hard to skip over some of these topics that I would normally want to talk about because there were some topics that I just really wanted to get in on, but I'm, 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 I'm not trying to get angry tonight. My New Year's resolution was to, was to stop being so into politics as much on our little... Was it? On our show. Yeah, well, it was one of I my I thought it was about them. money and, and weight and, like, the yeah, well, that, crap. Yeah, well, that too, obviously. Um, oh, okay. But, like, that, but that's another one, too. That's just, a, like, at, at least when we're on together, it just stops. Not as much. And like, maybe, like, a couple things here and there, but I'm just, I'm, I'm over it. I'm sick of it. But that does not include when people come on here, and it's like, and because and you hate when people come on the show. Well, you don't like doing them with other people, the shows really much, right? No. People come on here. So that's when I'll turn back into the crazy conversations and shit like that. But until then, I, I just try to gloss over and skip and, over and, those things. And just be forewarned, those conversations go three, four, five hours. Not, not all the time. <laughs> Sometimes. Every political one you have done has oh, been... Fucking forever long. It's just something I enjoy talking about. It's just something that gets me pissed off. People don't know how to just stop you. No, they wind me up and just sit back and watch. (laughs) They're like, oh, he's getting pissed. Look at how mad he's getting. Look at how red his face is getting. He's so fucking pissed off. His ears are bleeding. He's so mad. It's bubbling up. It's got to come out somewhere, you know. But, yeah, I mean, it's the the second week of January. The books are open again. I'm looking through my uh, emails and shit 
I need to get a calendar. That's what we need to do. I get told you the last time we went to the store. We had to go to the Blue Walmart tomorrow anyways. The because Blue Walmart. <laughs> we have, we, like there's idiots. a couple things that we need to get. Yeah. I know. You, you told me that the green Walmart's not everywhere. Yeah. So... Yeah. yeah, well, well neighborhood Walmart, Walmart. And, 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 and Walmart Classic at the Supercenter. Yeah. You know, the ones with the crackheads, they sit in the vestibules and charge their phones. It's like you clutch your kid tightly and try to get past them without them asking for money. You need, um, you definitely, I, I've been saying for a while you need a calendar, so you should yeah. definitely get one. Well, now. I got one. We're in this giant iPad in my lap right now. I have one that I should be using, but I don't use it. But whatever. We got some stuff coming up down the pipeline as usual. This is going to be a good fucking year. That's all I got to say. For, a, for the show. It's already starting off to be a really good fucking year, and uh, we're just going to get all obligations out the way quick, and then we'll uh, do some more and just keep it going. Just keep the, the momentum going. Anyway, I have some good things this week, some good things that are not going to piss me off. Hmm? I have some good things that, that aren't going to piss me off. I have some happy stories today. Oh, thank God. Not all of them are going to be happy. Some of them, are, some of them are a little crazy, but I got some happy ones. So I, I, I have something to end the show with. Oh, good. That I never have anything happy. I'm always like, what do you get? Oh, okay, let me do mine first because they're always bad. Good. So I just wanted to bring this up here. And this isn't political, but there is going to be like a little bit of a dig or two here. So Al, did you hear about this Alec Baldwin and his wife thing? Her name is Hillary, but yeah. she called herself Hilaria. Because I think it's hilarious that this bitch. I like Hilaria better, though. I mean. It's different. It's unique. So apparently she's 36 years old and she was born in the United States of America, but her family moved to Spain for a couple of years and she liked the culture and she came back and pretended she was Hilaria instead of Hillary. Mm-hmm. And she was born and raised in Boston. And Alec Baldwin, who is so quick to make fun of certain people when he, he does a little accent on Saturday Night Live, he's so quick to poke fun at Melania Trump, Donald Trump, <laughs> he, and he, he impersonates Trump on Saturday Night Live and he makes fun of, of Melania's accent and shit and where she's from, when his wife pretends she's from Spain, I think that is hilarious. And maybe, just maybe, we'll see Trump in the future on his little network that he's going to... Because he's, he's doing some kind of media thing. I would love it if if Melania could learn, like, an American accent, and then Trump was pretending to be, like, Baldwin or something, and then, like, he kind of flipped it on him, and they both, like, fucking blasted Alec Baldwin because he, he's untouchable in the media. The media hasn't really talked about this at all. Like, not Yes, at they all. have. I've known about this for a few weeks now. See, all the websites that I've been looking at, they haven't said shit, except for Fox News, obviously. They, Holy they've crap. They've been them. Well, I don't I, watch TV either. But all the websites I, I checked, they haven't talked TV. about this. I saw that online, like, two or three weeks ago. No, I, I, I've that. seen this online, but only in the, the like, politically slanted sites that aren't so biased. I just don't like... like yeah, that yeah, makes sense. Ugh. No, I, I like I I do like the what is it Hilaria? Yeah, but her name's Hillary. I know. <laughs> I, know. I like the, I like unique different names. Yeah, I don't know. These, these two are assholes, though. They're fucking assholes. Oh no, I'm not saying them. they're not assholes. I'm just saying I like that name. So she was on TV, some cooking show, and she faked an accent and said, oh, "How do you say cucumber?" Oh did, no, she did. Yeah. yeah, she did. She was on some cooking show and uh, like Good Morning America, and she was like making something. It's like, oh, how do you say cucumber? Well, her family lived in Spain. Did she live in Spain? They, they she was born there. in Boston. They, yeah, they were born and raised in Boston for years, and oh, they okay. went there for a couple of years and then came back. Okay, so it's yeah. not like she was born in Boston yeah. for a year or two. She yeah. lived there, and then she moved to Spain for like 15, 20 years. Yeah. 
Because I was going to say, she could pick up an accent that way. I guess, but for some reason, like... Well, when we moved down here, Jenna was in kindergarten and not speaking. She has a British accent. That's from fucking Peppa Pig. Yeah, they said she picked that up, yeah. But, uh... We thought, and we were laughing about it. We're like, this kid's not talking. If she starts talking, she's going to have a goddamn... She's going to be the only one in the family with a southern fucking accent because Mm -hmm. all these speech therapists that are teaching her how to talk. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But, like, that's that's what I'm trying to figure out here. Like, what age she was and how long... Not very long. Not very long if she was older. That's ridiculous. I just think it's hilarious, though, that, like, these people can sit there and point fingers and just blast others, but then, like, well, oh, no, it's no big deal. It's, it's no big deal. That's what people do, I oh, guess. It's, oh, it's no big deal. Oh, it's just the balls and assholes doing it. Oh, it's no big deal. Whatever. She can just do what the fuck she wants. I, th- I think this is one of the the dumbest things I've ever seen. So, ha- has she come out since then? Because this has been going on very, for a little bit. Very, very little. Just very quick comments here and there. Alec Baldwin hasn't said anything. The family's ashamed. They think it's they think it's embarrassing. They're, they're embarrassed by it. Alec Baldwin always Ireland knew she was from Boston. Same stuff, wasn't she? I don't even know who the fuck Ireland is. I know where it is. I just don't know who, who it is. I think that's... That's the name that of the daughter. Alec, Alec's daughter? Or is it... Know. was. It, a different Baldwin brothers. Daughter. Yeah, well, there's an Ireland name in here. I, I thought they visited Ireland. Who fucking no, knows who? these people? That that that's the girl's name. Yeah, which is a cool fucking name too. It's funny know. though. It's really funny how like they were making fun of uh, Melania for being a, a foreigner when this one wants to be a foreigner and she's not. I think it's classic. And it just goes to show that these fucking idiot motherfuckers on the left that throw the most stones have the most skeletons in the closet. So they have to throw more stones in order to, to hide the fact that they've got so many in their own closet. So that's just... And, and, and that's it for me in politics today. There you go. And then that wasn't even really politics. What's her nationality? She's as white as your fucking fingernail. Oh, so she... Yeah, okay. pretty much, yeah. Hmm. yeah. Hillary, you go, girl. Just embrace it. Just and, and apparently, like her accent, like faded out a lot. Like it would come and go, and depending on what interview she was doing. See, now I'm gonna have to look that. It up. was really, like to... it was really bad. How do you say cucumber? How do you say delight, delight, delight? <laughs> For those people, I, I, I wonder if anybody out there, like a '90s kid, knows what the fuck song that's from or what group it was. That's someone's homework assignment. That's how the song started. Dude. Ooh la 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 la. la. <laughs> The chick. You don't know who the fuck I'm no. talking about. What in the hell are you I'm talking not, about? I'm not going to start singing. I'll, I'll tell you <laughs> after the show. I want to see if anybody knows what that is, if we get any messages about that. What the fuck song is that? It's one of my favorites from the 90s. Really? Trippy fucking song. Do I know man. it? Trippy music. Yeah, you know it. You, you would know what it was. Who sings it? I can't say it because there's someone uh. they're, they're going to know. I, I, I want them to figure it out themselves. Mm. Yeah, it's a really good one. Damn it. Yeah. I don't know what the hell you're talking about oh, at all. Oh, my goodness. So, anyway, I guess you got to be drunk to understand. And I've, I've only had, like, half a seltzer right now. I'm fucking on cloud. And I'm actually ready for bed, actually. Yeah, me too. Well, I've, it's been a long week. Anyway, so, speaking of, of, of drinks, so, do you hear about this one? Thieves, they were throwing wine bottles at police during a high-speed chase following a $430,000 booze heist. How the... And put it in what? Mm-hmm. It's crazy. And 240 G's in wine was stolen from the same hotel one night earlier. My question is, is where the fuck is this hotel? Because they must be getting 
lit the fuck in that hotel. Like, but just what are they crazy. putting it in? Or do they have a U-Haul? Like, what is... So these are French wine thieves. They've been experiencing a case of sour grapes, get it, after they escape, but they had to abandon their haul of fine wine worth hundreds of thousands of euros in order to get away. So early on Thursday, the burglars broke into the cellar at the Domaine de Rimska, a hotel in the Burgundy region known for its wine, and sold bottles estimated to be worth the equivalent of nearly 430,000 American dollars. They loaded the wine into a van and were ready to escape. That must have been a big-ass van. Or, or either that or this wine is very old and vintage and expensive. But they inadvertently set off a fire alarm during the break-in. So some hassle fucked up. That woke up the hotel's owner who called police. Oh, Jacques Leblain, Leblain. What the fuck? Oh, Jacques, oh, Jacques Leblain, whatever the fuck. Pepe Le Pew. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's probably what they were yelling at each other. Pepe Le Pew. Fucking weird shit. So officers soon found a thieves' van driving southbound toward the city of Lyon. In an effort to slow down pursuing officers, thieves were throwing these expensive-ass bottles of wine at them. None of the thrown bottles hit the police, who chased the crooks until a van crashed into a toll barrier. The thieves ran away after the, the, the crash, leaving behind the sullen wine. Prosecutors are working to identify three suspects in the chase. So I guess the most expensive bottle that this place had was a $20,000 of bottle of uh, vintage wine, apparently. That's what rich people yeah. drink? I guess so. Can you imagine having a glass of $20,000 wine? I'm, I'm not a wine person, but I can't even imagine drinking something that expensive. Yeah. Like, I, how? Do, what does that taste like? But it, it, I don't. I, I just think it's funny that the night before it was two hundred. Well, it has a lot of different tastes. It can be bitter. It can be sweet. It can be dark. Twenty thousand dollars. It better taste like I. I don't even know. It, it tastes it, like my semen. Yuck. Listen, this is the funny part to me though. Is that thieves made off with wines worth more than two hundred forty thousand dollars the night before, and police weren't immediately sure whether the two heists were related. These oh cops God. must be dumb. These bodies, you know what they call them bobbies or is that London? I don't know. These idiots from Scotland Yard need to get their shit together if they have no clue that these two crimes are together. And, and these, I mean, this whole thing sounds like clusterfuck to me. These cops don't understand that these two are related probably by the same people or someone connected to the first robbery. And secondly, these idiots tripped the freaking alarm. So you're going after wine. That much money worth of wine. My, my thing is... What do you do with it? I was just gonna say, you okay? You stole all this wine. How do you get rid of it? You you can't just sell it. I mean, oh, we got these expensive bottles of wine. I understand that they love it in France, but like, who do you sell it to? What do you do with it? I don't get it. I I, I just don't get it. Like I don't. Like what the fuck do you do with it after all that? Yeah. Oh God. Well, here I ha- I have one that's has nothing to do with wine, but someone's stealing something, and, like, I would love to know what these... I would love to know how these people get rid of this stuff. Uh, me too. Okay. Let's hear it. Police in Houston are searching for a man um, wanting in kidnapping a dog in an assault. It <laughs> happened November 4th when a couple entered the uh, Bully Kemp pet store and said they wanted to buy a puppy priced at $10,000. This dog must ten better thousand dollar puppy. I don't understand. As a worker went to grab paperwork upstairs for a UPS driver, the couple left the store with the dog. 
surveillance camera caught the couple leaving and the female worker running after them. She demanded the puppy back, saying it had just had surgery and needed medication. As they drove off, she jumped onto the front of the car and held on for ten minutes as it sped around town. <laughs> and there are videos of her on the car from other drivers, like, you mm-hmm. know, because everyone's got their fucking cell phone. Of course. So people were videotaping her on the uh, highway. The man finally stopped the car and hit her multiple times to get her off the, <laughs> off the car and then sped away. So they have a $10,000 puppy. I just want to know what I just... Why is this one so expensive? It's got to be rare. A bully puppy? Never heard of it. A bully puppy? Well, our dog's a bully to the other one. It was ugly. It's an ugly black... Ugly fucking dog. Don't be racist, all right? No, it was an ugly fucking dog. Okay, well, there are dogs that are fucking dog. cute. This this is a ten thousand dollar dog, mm-hmm. and it better have like blue eyes and like freaking fluffy as shit. Our dog and it has better blue be eyes, just. She? She's got uh, mixed eyes. Oh, okay. But like, it it needs to be like the, the most beautiful dog in the world for it to be ten thousand dollars. We have They're, the most beautiful dogs in the world. I'm just saying, <laughs> the picture did not look like a freaking ten thousand yeah. dollar fucking. Well, I just don't understand who determines that price. Don't all dogs do the same thing? It's probably a purebred. I know my dad had bought, and obviously it wasn't $10,000, but um, when he first got married to my stepmother, he they went to a pet store back when that was a thing, yeah. and the malls where you could go into pet stores and look around. I used to love going into pet stores, man. Me too. I used to love it. Oh, my God. I used, I used to love, I used to love, love it. the puppies. You used to pick up the puppies. Oh and my shit. god, the puppies and the kittens and the birds! I would go and see what kind of fish they had. Yeah, I then, loved the whole damn thing. Yeah, but then you wonder, like, what happens to them when the lights go out? They just sit there and just scream at each other. Well, I don't know. Better than a shelter. I, I don't would know. think. I don't want to be in a shelter. I don't know, but they, these um. So he went and bought a purebred minpin, hmm. and I know that that was expensive. So I, I guess it's just certain breeds. That I guess. I just, I don't know what the fuck a bully dog is. It's got to be like some type of weird bulldog, right? Probably. Yeah, it, it's it's got to be something like that. Because we have one of the rare dogs. We we have an Australian Shepherd. Those those dogs are very. But she's not purebred. If she was purebred, she would be expensive. She she's a, a mix of collie. fucking shit. She's a cute dog. She's a beautiful dog though. It it, it I guess it just depends on the type yeah. of. I don't know. Dog. Well, we're talking about crimes. I kind of want to keep that crime thing going here, like why people steal shit and why this is going on. If you bought a used car for a lot of money but didn't get the car, chances are this guy got you too. He's a British con man, and he's been sentenced to seven and a half years in prison after being convicted of selling over $1.3 million worth of non-existent cars on the Internet. Some he sold while he was in prison. (laughs) His name is Blake Patterson. He set up a series of websites linked to 44 fake used car companies that included reviews and discount offers for prompt payment. He operated the scam from 2013 to 2017, including during a stint when he was behind bars for another crime. Evidence found in his cell at the time was used by the prosecution, which also got him to plead guilty to conspiracy and money laundering charges that included scamming a kitchen supply company out of $375,000 worth of goods. <coughs> Several accomplices also pleaded guilty and received lesser sentences. 
So basically, this guy orchestrated the scams, which are deliberately designed to steal as much money as possible from idiots in the public as well as reputable business. I don't know how the hell he did this. Maybe it's because you give prisoners a tablet for free in jail now, and maybe he just... I mean, it's, it's very easy, right? Like, you just find a picture of, of, like, a PS5 box or whatever, and you put it on eBay. You can save it to your computer, upload it to eBay or yeah, whatever. But I don't understand why... Get the money and disappear. Oh, yeah, but how do you disappear? He's in jail. Like he a... just closes his eyes and everyone goes away. I don't know. There's no paper trail or anything? Because he got the money, right? He got the money somehow. I don't know where it was going. They didn't go into much detail. I'm assuming he had some sort of an account, like a like, like a there's PayPal gotta be a way something. to, like, like how, how was he thinking he was going to pull this off? Because people have to pay for the product first, right, before it gets shipped, usually. <clears throat> well, other people pled guilty to lesser felonies. He was just the big fish. He was the big guy, I guess, mm. in the whole thing, that someone was just giving him money. He's doing it from jail. Now, if you know damn well that this is why he's in jail, or that this is something that this dude why does, why is he allowed to have any type of device like that? Because you can't take the shyster out of him, maybe. I don't know. It's, I, I, I thought this was interesting. Like how you can keep committing crimes to the outside public world from yeah, a like prison that, cell. Like I, Where was the money the going? Hell? Maybe his people were taking the money? Like Maybe he was taking care of people outside of prison? And did he get, those people get the money back? Yeah, I'm sure they would have to. That's nuts. All right. Police in Cottonwood, Arizona. This is the one that I wanted to talk about, and mm. I got mixed up and talked about the last one. That's so, fine. Police in Cottonwood, Arizona, looking for a plane that was stolen from a local airport on New Year's Eve. Because hmm. we were... You said something about it. Stolen yeah. something. Yeah, we were talking about the, Yeah. Okay, so... As well as, I guess, a bunch of products or whatever for the damn uh, plane. They st- they stole a bunch of shit. Once inside the airport, which has only one runway, so I'm assuming this is a small airplane, airport, the crooks uh, took a box trailer containing an airplane. Mm-mm-mm. Police estimated the total loss to be somewhere between seventy and $80,000. Police shared a photo of the aircraft, which is a small red and white plane. What the fuck are you going to do with that plane? Oh, man. I don't, I, I don't See, this know. is what I don't understand. When people go in... in I understand, I know there's a black market and stuff. It's just very mm-hmm. weird. This is a plane. And I know it's a smaller plane, but people can... It's a plane big enough for, like, two people. People can get in the plane. Of course. Right? Where are you going to hide this goddamn thing? And then you've got to sell it and hope to God that no one freaking comes in and catches you selling it. I just don't understand. That's not something like in these pe- those it was wine you were talking about. Those yeah, people with wine. all those freaking bottles of wine. Like, where the hell were you going to store all that shit? And no one was going to see it. Well, I guess wine's a little bit easier. To wine's got to be easier to, to, to do. I can't what believe. The fuck, are you going to do with the damn plane? Uh, with, with the whole wine thing, I was trying to think in my head. I'm like, all right, well, maybe they have like vans and trucks, like a big ass like. Like a Walmart truck, you know, those ones that they have to back into the side yeah. of the building and they do the freight at night. That's what I was thinking at first. But they were like, oh, they put it in the van. <laughs> I'm like, I, I, maybe I don't think big enough for these you know, crime schemes. Maybe that's why we're not criminals. Well, if people are looking for a red and white plane. There you go. You know, just look in the black market, I guess. Look I in the black market. Someone's going to be could, doing something with it. You buy pretend cars. You could do that. And all I mean, they too. stole it when it was in, like, a, 
I, I moved my paper like like a mm. trailer or whatever. So they didn't fly off. So I don't know if they know how to fly. Mm. It's just they they got it somewhere. All right. Well, since you're talking about flight, I do want to interject here, and I want to throw out a nice article that our good friend Sherry sent them. You ready for this one? This one's a little weird. Okay. All right. I, I think this one's really weird, and I, and I had to think about how I was going to reply to this one. So if you're flying in or leaving Savannah Hilton Head International Airport, you might spot two gravestones embedded into the tarmac. At first glance, you might think it is just a repair on the runway, but it's actually the resting place of Richard and Catherine Dotson. So back in the 1800s, the Dotsons owned a large farm on the outskirts of Savannah, where the airport sits today. The couple was buried in their family cemetery on the same land, along with over 100 other family members, slaves, and farm workers. Jesus. Yeah, Catherine passed away in 1877, and Richard died seven years later. The couple rested peacefully on this land until the airport began expansion of Runway 10. The sentence of the Dodsons gave permission for the airport to move most of the remains to another cemetery. Oh, my God. Yeah, but they wanted Catherine and Richard to remain buried on the land. So instead of just paving over the site, the airport opted to honor their memory by putting these two headstones on the runway. To this day, family is escorted onto the runway to visit them. This is the only known graves that are embedded into an airport runway. So thank All you, Sherry, for sending that, like that that article in. That 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 one was was uh it was weird because I was thinking to myself, who wants to take a flight that just flies over someone's head? So like, what if these ghosts aren't nice people? Because they were they weren't nice people. I mean, they had slaves and shit. And I I, I guess it was a different time, so maybe well, it, was it was acceptable. A different time. Yeah. Like the the I, I it boggles my mind that they built an airport over a grave site. There was nowhere else you could put that airport or runway or whatever. Like you, you had to do a hundred people. Yeah, slaves and family members were all buried there. You must have missed one or two. There's and you freaking put an airport over a hundred people that were resting. Yeah, like I I don't know. How do you know? But how do you know you're getting all the bodies? There's got to be a couple that are still there. Like, hey, you, hey, you I forgot me. I have a huge me. problem with that. You like, forgot it's me. Just, you're disturbing all these these people. Like, I don't know what happens. Yeah. And I'm 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 thinking nothing happens to you. It's just bones or whatever. But yeah, you don't fucking know. You don't, you don't, you don't, don't know. know. You, don't you went and just moved these people to somewhere where they did not want to be buried. That's not what their final wish was. They wanted to be with their family and yeah, shit. Exactly. On their land. And you went and... I don't like that story at all. Well, I know someone who knows if these spirits are walking around there. We should send our buddy out there, our supernatural friend, to go fucking went, talk to these people and see what the hell they think. There's probably a couple still there. And, and are the gravestones on the runway, are they, like, standing They're on the up, runway. You can see or them. Or are they, like, you can see them plaques on the, runway. On the ground? They've got it. I mean, they're, they're stones, so you would assume that they're standing up. That's they're, weird. I, I didn't see any pictures associated with it, but crazy shit. Because you got to figure, like, let's just say if there's a hundred of them, right? Like, maybe there was a hundred and one, and someone was lazy. They wanted to go home early that night. Like, listen, I just got to get the fuck home. I'm hungry. I'm going to go home and clap my wife out. Or parts of the bones yeah. are here. Or parts yeah. of the bones are somewhere else. Like, that's Where does the spirit stay? Does the spirit stay with the femur that was left behind, or does it go with the head and shoulders that were in the box somewhere that got mixed up with someone else's head and shoulders and they're putting them back together? And you, she probably wanted to send this in got like, this a, Mr. like Potato a, Head person, like a sweet story because because they sweet. left the tombstones there, and we are looking way too hard. This is into not this. sweet, but this is really bothering me 
Because I'm telling you right now. What if these girls were vindictive and like they shut the engines off? When I die and, and I have to be buried somewhere, do not fucking move me. Just let, just leave me alone. I don't want to be picked up and moved, and my bones like just like get the hell mm-hmm. off me. You just want to get buried under a Pepsi. F- <laughs> yeah, you just want to get buried under a Pepsi factory. <laughs> have an airport built like you couldn't build that anywhere else. They had to do. They had to do it there. I don't understand. There. They had to do it there. Well, they expanded. It's not one or two. A hundred people were buried there. You moved ninety-eight mm-hmm. people and left those two. I guess so. So it's let me ask odd. you this question about the afterlife. Do you think those slaves are still the slaves of those people in the afterlife, or do you think they got freed when they died? No, I no. Hey boy, oh boy, where you going, boy? No. You gotta come back on this Stop land. It. I owned you then. I owned you forever. I told you this never ends. No, that's not. No, that that, that that's not the way I think. <laughs> I, I sure as fuck hope not. So like those slaves are like dead. Like they have no idea where freedom is. And like let's just say if there is a god, he's like, come on, come on, you're free. And he's like, God, you need the guy like goes up the god's sandals, starts like. Scrubbing they were them and religious shit. too, I think. Weren't they? I don't think so. Didn't I mean, they had, like, their own they, if they and did, stuff? they had more faith than anybody in the, the entire planet. Because if you believe that there's a God and, and your role in life is to be some dude slave on Earth, then you no, have that's not more man. faith than anybody. Oh my God! I mean, like, I admire people like that that can have faith when life is just beating the shit out of them. Well, you have nothing left. I understand faith if you're in a prison by yourself in solitary confinement. You got no one else, but you, the voice is in your head, and you got to believe in something. If you're in a foxhole and someone's shooting at you, you're like, "Oh man!" Like you're saying your last rights because you think you're going to die. I get it. But if you're a smart person, or just oh someone who's God. in a horrible situation, <laughs> and you're like, "You know what? This shit doesn't make." Sense. I don't know, man. I don't. Know. I don't want to go down that route again. But I just, I said smart persons. I just offended, like, a lot of people. Yeah. Oh, well. Oh, well, that's what we do. That's what I, I, I do. Just, you just, you're, you're just, you know what? Yeah. Move the fucking airport. There you go. Fuck that Bottom airport. Line, move the airport. Boycott the airport. What airport is that? Boycott it. It's in Savannah, so go ahead and. Those poor, that poor family cemetery. Yeah. I don't have a family cemetery. Do you? No. We just fucking, this is wherever the fuck you want to dig us up. Throw us there. I got people in the... Actually, you know, my, uh, my grandmother and my dad are in the same cemetery. My my grandparents and my... No. My grandmother and my uncle are in the same cemetery. My mm-hmm. grandfather is... And I don't know what it's called. I don't know, but I know where I'm going to bury my <coughs> bone tonight. The... <laughs> he's, he served in our... So he, he's in one of those places. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. They're, like, my family's all over the fucking place. Yeah, it would be nice like to have like podcast. the whole goddamn family together, though. <laughs> it would be nice. Well, we're all together in heaven. Is is that the story? Yeah, but you gotta travel like all over the fucking state to 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 visit them all. Yeah, I don't like that. Like this one was a hundred people in the same spot. It was a family, but, in, but in, that's in not their... that's not necessarily true because they're always with you. That's ridiculous. They're always with you. Well, whatever. <laughs> Doesn't it just sound ridiculous when you hear it out loud? Someone else say it. So wait, you have to go visit this pile of bones in the ground, but they're always with you, so why do I have to go visit them and put flowers on something if they're always with me? Because maybe they're busy playing cribbage or something. Maybe. Or maybe, maybe they're, they're bowling. That maybe they're shit. doing something. Maybe they're playing that Until new you shit. go to their gravesite and you start talking to them and then they you're come like, down. Oh, I was playing. Oh, I was about to fucking win. <laughs> I had the fucking winning Dude, hand, and you got to come here and cry, you little bitch. I, I'm okay. I was playing cribbage until you came here and fucked with me. Oh, goodness gracious. Here's a story you're not going to find anywhere. 
you you can't find this story until you listen to this podcast. And I'm going to tell you why this story wasn't found anywhere. Because it doesn't paint the narrative that people want to hear. So there's a doctor in Miami Beach named Gregory Michael. 56 years old. Uh, he was described by his wife as very healthy. He's 56 years old. He was 56 years old. He worked as an obstetrician. Damn, that was a fucking obstetrician. Specializing in women's pregnancy, childbirth, and a diagnosis and treatment of diseases of the female reproductive organs. Michael died on January 3rd, 2021, two weeks after he received Pfizer's COVID-19 vaccine. According to the website, Michael ran his own private practice at Mount Sinai Medical Center in Miami Beach for 12 years. The Miami native also worked as a clinical instructor and faculty member for the physician assistant program at Barry University and Miami-Dade College. So the wife made a Facebook post, and she had a lot to say there. She said that Michael got jabbed, basically stabbed by the needle, you know, he got his needle. He got a shot. And it triggered a very strong, well, I'm just putting her words, like these, like these are her words. It triggered a strong reaction. He was vaccinated with the Pfizer vaccine at MSMC on December 18th. Three days later, he saw a strong set of uh, petechiae, I don't know what the fuck that is, on his feet and hands, which made him seek attention at the emergency room at MSMC. The CBC that was done at his arrival showed his platelet count to be zero, and I guess a normal one ranges from 150,000 to 450,000 platelets per microliter of blood. I guess the wife knows more than he does, because she sounds very fucking smart. He was admitted to the ICU with a diagnosis of acute ITP caused by a reaction to the COVID vaccine. A team of expert doctors tried for two weeks to raise his platelet count to no avail. Experts from all over the country were involved, and no matter what they did, the platelets count refused to go up. She said he was conscious and energetic through the whole process, but two days before a last resort surgery, he had a hemorrhage stroke caused by the lack of platelets that took his life in a matter of minutes. So the wife went on to explain that her husband was a pro-vaccine advocate. However, she believes that the jab is not good for everyone and urged people to understand the side effects that could arise from the shots. Do not let his death be in vain. Please save more lives by making this information news and educate yourselves, she wrote. Do you realize that this story isn't being reported anywhere? It's not going to be. None of those stories are going to be. Let's just show more minorities getting shot by other minorities. That's just, that's what you see. That's exactly what you see on the news. You don't hear this guy. I mean, he was a white doctor who, and, and, you know, he was healthy by all means. His wife was like, yeah, he was healthy. And he died because of a reaction to the COVID vaccine. He had no allergies, no allergic reactions, anything, but this fucked him up somehow. I'm not saying this story to, you know, deter anyone from getting it. If they feel like they need to get it, get it. But I'm just saying it isn't all rosy like they're saying yeah, in the I news. I don't think that we'll ever hear that, though. You'll, you'll, this guy will be buried just like his body was. This story will be buried. Thousands of people can get this vaccine and die, and we won't hear that. You'll never hear it. They just want they as many people so you're, you're with this in know. them as possible. Because they'll even, never admit fault. I don't even know how you found that. Because, oh, like, I had to search. Not very hard. That's nuts. Not, not very hard, but I, I found this article and I thought it was interesting and I wanted to talk about it because you're, because you're never going to see that anywhere. 
And I, and I encourage people to look this guy up and then maybe dig a little bit deeper and find some other ones just like it because you, you have to understand that there's risk to everything in life. And you can't just not live your life because of a risk. Oh, wait, that's what we've been doing for the past year. But still, I, I hate the fact that they just gloss over these things. Like, this was a, a guy, by all means, who took care of people for his entire life. He dedicated his life to helping other people. He was a doctor. He, he probably helped thousands of patients over those years that he had that practice. He was a pro-vaccine person. We're not anti-vaccine. We had to talk about that a couple of times before just to kind of prove our point that we're not. Our kids are vaccinated from other things. We're vaccinated. We take the flu vaccine and shit. So we're not anti-vaccine, just anti-this one. It's just it's just very shady. And the fact that they basically like throw the wool over people's eyes with this whole fucking COVID thing. And then when someone dies from the vaccine, they don't even talk about it. They don't talk, oh, it was just mild. Oh, it was just mild. Oh, it's mild. Oh, you might get a rash for a day, but it'll be fine. Oh, you might vomit for a few days, but oh, it's fine. Oh, you might get some anal leakage. Oh, it's fine. Like, they don't seem to care. Oh, everything's fine. But this guy died. You don't hear about it. But you hear about every little COVID death every single day. Oh, oh, we had three deaths today. We got to lock it all down. Like, really? But this vaccine killed somebody. So why don't we just shut it down and maybe try to come up with something better? Come up with something more foolproof. Maybe something that actually has legitimate testing instead of us being the fucking guinea pigs, which is what they're doing. You really think any of these people that are going out there getting their public shots on camera are actually getting the real vaccine? I don't think so. But then again, I can't speculate because I don't know either way, but I can really give my uh, best guess, and I don't think it is. I just think it's fucked up that this guy dies and no one gives a shit. Nobody gives a shit. Not at all. But people can get shot in the back and ran over by a fucking bus and they call it a COVID death just to raise fear so they can stick people with this vaccine that killed somebody who they won't even talk about. I just think it's bullshit, but whatever. It's bullshit. No, it's fucking terrible. It's fucking terrible. This guy was uh, a soldier for people getting the vaccine. Go get it, go get it, go get it. And not everyone that gets it is going to die. It's like not everyone that gets it is going to live. No, I'm sure. Just like the virus itself. That sucks. Yeah. That's sad. And it's sad. No, what's really sad is the fact that they're telling people to go get this mystery vaccine and you still can't do what you're supposed to be doing, which is bullshit. So you still can't go back to work. You can't do this. People get that flu shot that kills way more people every year, and, and it kills children. It doesn't. The flu doesn't discriminate. It kills everybody. You know, like it, like it, it doesn't kill everyone. It gets it, obviously, but it can kill any age group. This one seems to pick and choose who it wants to kill, and what time of the day it goes out, and where it attacks you, and when it will attack you. It's very polite. It won't get you when you're eating. It won't get you when you're uh, doing. Certain things six Protest. feet away from other people, and when you're throwing Molotov cocktails, hitting police in the head with bricks, it's not going to get you. But it'll get you when you're yawning next to someone, when you're just doing dumb shit. It's just this whole fucking thing is just dumb. I, I, I really wish we could just fuck. If there's one thing I could, I wish I could eliminate would would just be this this whole fucking farce. It's just, it's just it's so shitty. It's so stupid. And, and there's real harm being done that little fucking piece of shit snake oil salesman Anthony Fauci piece of fucking garbage what do you got because now I'm getting God, I'm, I'm going down a path you, you should just stop me you it was have, your fucking story I, I, I needed you to help me <clears throat> go ahead alright two fishermen have rescued a naked fugitive 
who they found sitting on a tree branch in an Australian crocodile habitat. Was it Adam or Eve? Because that's the way I picture them. On a tree branch, naked. What? With like a leaf over their privates. Oh, God. Cam Faust said Wednesday he and his friend Kev Joyner heard Luke, uh, who's 40, yell for help as they set uh, crab traps on the outskirts of the northern city, Darwin. Faust said Luke, who was covered in mud cuts and insect bites, had explained he had been missing for four days. He survived by eating snails. But he's naked. Hmm. He's naked. Okay. (laughs) The men took him aboard their boat, gave him a beer, and had an ambulance waiting for him at a Darwin boat ramp. Yeah, just give this guy, here's a fucking beer, dude. That's the first thing you need. Luke was rushed to the hospital where police were notified. The police say Luke had been free on bail after being charged with armed robbery, multiple assaults, deprivation of liberty, and stealing. He had uh, cut off his electronic monitoring uh, device and attempted to evade police. He will be facing uh, new charges. Nude charges? New. Uh, the charges. Voice, I thought you said nude for a second. And then I tried to find out why he was naked. Because it made no sense to me. That's what I was wondering. You're naked and you're in a tree. Apparently, he had built himself a nest hmm. in the tree. I don't fucking know, man. This is a Florida man, so I don't... Or no, this is an Australian man. This is not even a Florida man. The other one was a Florida man. <laughs> I said, like, so who the fuck is this? These people are nuts. I thought it was like MacGyver they locked up the way this guy was all like... He, he took off his ankle brace. Yeah, he I don't even know how he did that. He made a nest out of his that. prison clothes. Good for him. If I ever break out of prison one day, I want him to be the guy to break out with. A crocodile habitat. Eight snails to survive? I don't know if I can eat a snail. There's a lot I don't like about this. He's naked in a tree. We don't know what happened to his clothes. Apparently he made a nest. It's a crocodile habitat. People were setting out crab traps in a crocodile habitat. I don't know. Maybe they Isn't like them. Weird. Maybe they like them. I don't know what they like. I don't think of crabs being in areas that crocodiles are at. I don't know crab tray. I I, I don't know. I mean, it's the all, whole goddamn thing seems the weird whole to thing me. Is weird, but if I was ever going to break out of prison, it'd be with him. Seriously, like he, he seems to know what he's doing. <laughs> he could just live in a tree, eat off snails, make it. <laughs> be Tarzan up there. Why would you make a nest? Like, you would think your clothes would be more important on. (laughs) Well, he was covered in bites and cuts, so apparently he didn't Didn't think, well, I guess I don't want to be locked up Or maybe, I don't know, he had no clothes with him when they they grabbed him, so. So, this is something that I think we should have a serious conversation about, because apparently we have the same relationship these two have, even though I, I think they're, I think this one just went a little south. So, Mike Cawson and his wife, Jana Kramer, are celebrating a very special milestone in their relationship. The 33-year-old former NFL player is working hard at his sex addiction recovery, and together they highlighted how far he's come on his journey. As an addict, I carry a lot of shame. So, others who share a similar disease can relate to him. Those two barely spoke about it, and they let alone acknowledge it at the beginning. So anyway, he said on Thursday, I celebrate the most sober year of sober year of my entire life. I've had my stumbles and falls over the last four years of this program, but this year has finally been different, Cawson described. 
The father of two revealed he wouldn't have been successful in his recovery without finally allowing myself to lean into others, lean into my wife, and lean into God. He hopes this tumultuous path can help and inspire others who are struggling. Sex addiction. Yeah. The reason, okay, so basically what happened was he cheated on his wife multiple times in his NFL career and blamed it on sexual addiction. Well, and she bought isn't it. Isn't that all the celebrity? Well, she's a fucking moron. Well, she's like, you know, he still got NFL money. Fuck it. All right. All right. You're sick. Okay. You're sick. Let, let's yeah, get you treatment. Yeah, but she's a celebrity. Yeah. Or, or he's a celebrity. Well, not really a celebrity. Well, he's, he's a, a football player. player. Yeah. Whatever. He's got money. Divorce his ass. He got kids. Freaking take the money and go. You don't need to sit there yeah. and be cheated on multiple fucking times. Yeah. Because I'll tell you right now, money or no money, you ain't going to cheat on me, mm-hmm. and I'm going to sit here and take it and let it keep happening. Yeah. Like, absolutely because not. Because when you can just take the money. I said money yeah. or not. No, no, exactly. Like, no, you could just take it. You could just leave. I mean, like, what's like, so special? What is wrong with her? So she's got issues, too. Oh, oh yeah, but I he's Because I don't sick. feel bad for you. Yeah, yeah, but he's ill. No. No. Because that's what these celebrities do. It's, it's, it's sex addiction. Oh, I'm addicted. Get the fuck over it, man. Stop touching yourself. Keep your shit at home. I was going to say, like, I wonder like, what, what his setbacks were you? over the past four months. Was he just jacked? Oh, man, I got to jack. And he just jacked off. Like, is that a setback? Give me a break. Like a wet dream? Like, it, 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 nothing makes... I don't give a shit if you have a sex addiction or not. Nothing makes you touch someone else. Honey, it's my sex addiction. And get it on I with someone else. I had to cheat on you. Listen, I was at the store, and mm-hmm. then I, this, I, I, I saw this cashier at Walmart, and I just, I just had to clap issues? around. It's a sex addiction. But you take care of yourself, or you tack the fuck out of me. Well, there you go. That's okay. what you need. It, it doesn't leave this house. There you go. It, it doesn't. It doesn't go anywhere. Well, it, it's, go. it's here. These people just <laughs> use that as a fucking excuse. Like, I don't that think is there's such thing as sex addiction. You just you just want to fuck other people. Just why don't you say, right. listen, so listen, let's just leave. have an open relationship, and there you go. You can bypass the bullshit. Fuck him, man, and and screw her too because she was. You saying dumb fucking screw to someone who has a sexual addiction? <sighs> Don't no. you understand the irony of the words care. that are coming out of your mouth? Whatever. Like, I would not have stayed around for that. I don't okay. care. How okay. many times did he cheat on her? You say he... A lot. Yeah, no. He's 33. He's probably played football 33. for a couple of years. I'm sure I'm sure there's been quite a few. Because, like, he traveled from town to town. Oh, of course. Yeah. And, but that that's, again, if you really think about it, that's what you're signing up for. I've got a sex addiction, hon. But, it, no, that's what you're signing up for when you're signing up for a sports player. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or a band member. Mm-hmm. Like, it, these people travel. Yeah. Tour or whatever. Like, the, it, it, I don't think sex addiction is real. right? I don't think sex addiction is real. Like, I, I understand, like, the need to have a release. But I don't think it's tied to sex. I think it's more or less tied to the, the finish, the climax. I don't think it's really necessarily tied to the act of it. Unless you feel like you just have to have multiple partners. Like, oh my god, I just have to collect as many conquests as possible. I'd probably rather do that than jerk off, I guess. I don't know. I guess. But, but... At the end of the day, it's all the same. You end up crying into your pillow after it's over. You choose to marry a football player. Yeah. Or someone that does a lot of traveling. Mm -hmm. Then that's pretty much on you. Unless you're going with that person. Yeah, I guess so. That's like because I would never do that either. That's like being Kate Hudson's boyfriend, and then she goes off to make a movie with another guy. She's just gonna end up with them anyway. Yeah. She she's the ultimate fucking whore in Hollywood. You see, that's not okay. Every time she made a movie, she had a new boyfriend. Remember that shit? 
No. See, I don't pay attention. I know who she is, but I don't pay attention to who she is. Because I remember when, like, we were watching those stupid Hollywood shows, like Hollywood Edition or whatever. Yeah. Every time that slut made a movie, she would just have a new boyfriend. Like, like, wasn't she dating this guy? Oh, wait. And what was the common trend? Oh, that was her boyfriend in the movie. That was her boyfriend in the movie. That was her boyfriend in the movie. In every movie she made, she just had someone different. And I think she made a movie with one guy twice and became her boyfriend twice or girlfriend twice or whatever. It was just whatever, man. She was a fucking slut. All these like Goldie Hawn's kid, and Goldie Hawn had a healthy relationship, marriage. The what's his name? Uh, she still does. Kurt Russell. They've been married for like fifty years, yeah. and they raised the slut of a daughter. It's just uh, whatever. I got a couple happy ones, and I don't want to use them just yet. So you go ahead and get yours, unless you have a happy one too. Okay. Well, um, let's see. With his colorful hair, violent Spanish cursing, and his screen handle tattooed on his neck. Christian Torres has amassed 197,000 followers by posting jackass-style videos on Instagram. Because that's what you need, is followers. Yeah. (laughs) And a clue in life, maybe. Including a clip of him driving into a display crate of inflatable balls at a Walmart and twerking in a bikini in a parking lot as a pal dumps milk over his backside. Mm -hmm. Now, his latest video has landed him in jail. Miami police arrested the 22-year-old Orlando man after he posted a video of himself jumping atop a police vehicle, stomping up and down while screaming hysterically, I am the bitch beast. What the fuck? <laughs> so stupid. He was found within hours of the police seeing the video at a wine bar. What is with wine tonight? Wearing the same clothes from the video. He was charged with criminal mischief. What the fuck? Why say I am the bitch beast? Is that maybe that's a saying that he says? <laughs> it's got to be something that he. It might be his call, like the wet bandits from Home Alone. Maybe that's his little call. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the bitch beast. I'm the bitch beast. The but you're, bitch beast. You're taking. A, I I feel like I called you that before in the past. No. I feel I feel like I've called bitch, you that but before. not a beast. <laughs> Don't be stupid. <laughs> um, oh, that's pathetic. I just don't understand why people have to take videos and then post them. If you're, especially when you're doing it on a cop car, that makes no sense to me. I don't know. Well, he went. He was found at a wine bar, so maybe he was drunk. Maybe he was drunk at the time of the video. Maybe him and his hundred ninety-six thousand followers, and they're all like half of them are Russian bots, probably. <sighs> I don't know. It, it made me think, like cop cars. Like I remember there was a cop car randomly parked. By one of my buddies' house years ago, when we were always a drink like underage and shit. And then the one guy like to like pulled in the door, and the door was open. Like, why would you touch it? it? I don't know. He was fucking. With, he like pulled the, on the driver's side. The door was unlocked. I would never even touch a cop car. He like opened it up, and we were all like, "What the fuck?" We were like laughing and shit. And he like jumped on the hood, and he was like, he like ran on, jumped off the car. I'm like, what are you doing? And like, we were far away. We didn't even go near the damn thing. And this idiot like ran and pulled in the handle. It was, and it was just a random car. This was going back years. We weren't even thinking about like cameras and shit. Even though we all saw cops before, we were smart enough not to go near it. And this dude, like he, he almost went in. He was like, should I get in? Should I get in? And we're like, no. Oh my God. We don't know if like they parked their car and walked off somewhere. And like he peed on it and shit. And yeah, it was pretty funny. He like peed on a cop's car. you had... Man, you 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 had a weird no, upbringing. It was man. very weird. That wasn't my upbringing. It was just well, you had a lot childhood. of weird stories from your. There's, we, weird. there's a lot of weird shit. I can't remember. You, you like talked about um, copyright. It just flashed in my brain. 
A cop car, though, like... This is I, a random car just sitting there on the side of the road. But I would walk by and look in it. But I oh, would yeah. not you see, try you the see, doors you see, like, the and like, shotgun get in and it. The, and, and the laptop that they used to have in the cars. Jump on top. Oh, I know up north, um, when I used to take a cab back and forth to work, half of those cabs were old police cars. They would have like the bars up and the and all that shit yep. in the inside the car. I mean, that was the only time it was safe to get in someone's car that had bars separating you from them in the back yeah, seat. <laughs> fucking yeah. And even then, you don't even know. Just imagine how, how fucked up that would be if, if if you had like an interceptor radio and a car like that. And you were like a serial killer. That'd be a pretty cool way to pick up people. You're like listening for cabs. You get there first, get in, and they get in. And you're like driving. I'll off tell you what, it up. man. Uh, when I first started working overnight up there, that used to terrify me taking a cab until they all knew what our phone number was. Yeah. And I became a regular. They're like, oh, yeah. going to work? Oh, going home? Mm-hmm. End of shift? Okay, we'll be right there. Like, they ended up knowing me. And so then I, like, then I was okay. But, like, in the beginning, man, taking them at midnight, 3 o'clock in the morning or something like that, by myself, oh, Mm -hmm. that was, oh, that was horrifying. It was either that or fucking walk my ass. Mm. I get, get attacked. Shitty time. Oh, my goodness. Those were fucking, (laughs) those were the days, people. (laughs) So, anyway. You, you, are you ready for some positive? I, I got some positive stuff to talk about. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm. Yeah, we're we're sitting here like yawning the whole time. We're like, oh my god, we're we're old and we're like fucked up here. You know, I woke up this morning at like four o'clock in the morning. Couldn't go back to sleep. It woke me up. And well, I was doing my little tester where I like reach my hand over slowly, like spiders over to you. Don't the fingers. do that. And I got this to was... feel to see if something's going on. You're so stupid. So I can clap it real quick. This is Saturday morning. It Saturday and Sunday I could sleep in. You have to wake me up. That was an like, accident. Fuck off. It was man. an accident. <sighs> so anyway. A juice bar in Miami, Florida started New Year with a huge tip from a loyal customer. So on Friday, Miami Squeeze posted a picture of a $2,021 tip on Instagram thanking the customer for their generosity. And this is their quote. They said, last year was a tough year for everyone, so we're so grateful to be able to start this new year like this. According to the picture, the customer left a huge tip on a $71.84 order with a handwritten note at the top wishing that Juice Bar a happy new year. Always loved coming here, she wrote. So, yeah, what do you think about that? A nice tip. So the whole bar gets that? The whole bar gets to split it. My question about this is, who the fuck... Spend seventy one dollars and eighty four cents at a juice bar. Well, no, th- not that's a juice just bar. that's just the order. But and they left a two thousand twenty one dollar tip. Uh, I don't know. Well, that's nice. If you have that type of money, then why not do that? Because businesses are struggling. Yeah, it's just that's a I, lot of money. We don't have that type of money. I, I would love mm-hmm. to leave a fucking. Amazing. We just talked about tips leave, on the last yeah, one. Yeah, we leave good tips, but, but like, not I would that love good. to live leave like a, a couple hundred dollars or something extra mm. for these people. Yeah, you, but you can't do it. It'd people nice. that can, it, it's nice when they actually when you hear, hear stories and they actually do that. I that's, think that's great. They didn't have to do that. That was nice. It's phenomenal. It, it is. <clears throat> it, it's cool. I still want to know what the fuck they purchased. I mean, what kind of juice did you spend that much money on? And they have a juice bar, like, right by where I... Are you sure it's not 
a juice bar with alcohol in it. No, it's a like juice bar. It's a juice bar. It's a juice bar. Like fucking Power Rangers juice bar. It's a juice bar. All right, that they go there and they have someone else squeeze juice for them because they just can't be bothered to do it themselves. Well, yeah, I don't know it's what a juice the bar. fuck. Huh? Seventy-one dollars and eighty-four cents. How much is one? Probably seventy-one dollars and eighty-four cents if that's the case. Because I'm thinking maybe they have family with them. Maybe I don't know. Or maybe she's picking up for the office. Oh, there. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. That could be. People don't realize that juice is good. It tastes great, but everything that tastes great is bad for you. Some juice is just loaded up with sugar. So what is it? Is it a juice slushy? Yeah, what the pretty fuck much. Is a juice bar. Juice bar. It's like that one that's right next to the liquor store, next to the green Walmart that we go over to. Okay, like smoothies then. And smoothies, juices, like you can get like a kiwi, pineapple, something or other drink with like frosting the mall, and shit the and mall, gummy bears in it. Yeah, the mall shit. used to have that one. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, that's what. It okay. Is. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Well, yum. Mm-hmm. Those are good. Yeah. So anyway. I got one more. This this is the last one here because I'm fucking wiped. Out. I just want to clap too. and go to you, bed. You could tell. You could tell we're tired. Oh yeah, we're very tired. <clears throat> we're just getting this one out. And you know what? Before I tell this story, next week we're gonna be back to normal, right? With our schedule. And what I want to do is get back to doing our live shows because we took off for the holiday. And this week was a little backwards because I don't know what the hell happened. I think we're recovering we were from We were over on Monday, and we were both tired. Okay, fine. And we're going to stop being so tired next week we're going to do our live episodes back on the regular schedule. You know what we need? Caffeine so, pills. I No, I'm trying to wean myself off of caffeine. I'm getting vertigo, taking so many goddamn energy you ever drinks. Take, that was a thing when I was in high school. Was that a thing for you? No. No, I actually stacked twos where they were worse. Caffeine pills, With man. Holy mm-hmm. fuck. I used to take them and, like, get fucking wired on those damn things. Maybe I should just start spiking Holy your, your Pepsi with caffeine pills. Yeah, and I, I started feeling sick after a while. Like, I, I took them for a long time, and I don't know what the hell year I was. Mm-hmm. I think I was a junior, because everyone was doing it. And I'm like, oh, because you're fucking tired of them. Because you guys were watching Nightmare on Elm Street movies, probably, when they were new. When I'm a junior? Yeah. I don't think so. I remember that when I was, like, in elementary school. I don't, I don't know. You're old. Dude, I'm old. Okay? I don't know. Well, that, that shit I, was not when shit, I was in I high school, I, man. I don't know. <laughs> or if it wasn't high school, I did not watch. You there know what was the no weird thing is? is when you're young, you're like, I just want to stay up all night. When you're older, you're like, I just want to go to fucking No, it, wasn't, it was during the school day. Like, we oh. would take them in the morning to, like, wake up and, and get to, and then hang out at the mall. Because <laughs> we weren't in school man, either. Man, I'm, I'm so wired. I want to go <laughs> skip school and go to the mall. You fucking assholes. Oh, man. So, here's a uh, tearjerker. So this California girl, she raised $32,000 for a homeless man who found and returned her grandmother's wallet. So Evelyn Topper realized she had lost her wallet. This is the grandmother, and she was very distraught. She's 80 years old, and she had bought two drinks from a coffee shop in San Rafael, California last month. But when she got home that day, her wallet was nowhere to be found. I'm surprised Gavin Newsom didn't steal her fucking wallet because she's 80 and left the house. I'm surprised. In this little wallet was everything, she told local news outlet KNTV. Every credit, debit, and Medicare card. Everything I own. I was very distraught. What she didn't know was that it made its way to a nearby dumpster where Sean Curry found it. So apparently this fucking wallet just fucking grew legs and just traveled California. It was probably trying to get the fuck out of California like everybody else. 
So Curry 57 has been homeless off and on for the last five years, according to KNTV. He told the Washington Post he has been living in his car for most of the pandemic because finding shelter has been more difficult this year than in the last several years. I wonder why. He was looking through the dumpster behind the coffee shop and he saw Topper's wallet. He found her contact information and gave her a call. I would want someone to do the same thing for me if I lost my wallet, Curry told the Post. So what happened? He thought about briefly using the credit card. So at least he's honest. And then he decided against it. He said, I would rather be cold and hungry and know I did the right thing. So he called her and told her he had found the wallet. She screamed. She said, I can't believe it. They then met up where he gave her the wallet. Or, yeah, he gave her her wallet and she gave him money to thank him. On the way home, Topper called her daughter and granddaughter to tell him what had happened. That's when Michaela Gonard, the granddaughter, decided she wanted to repay the kindness. She'd been planning to ask her friends and family to donate to a charity for her upcoming 12th birthday party instead of giving presents. <clears throat> and when she found out about what happened with the grandmother, she decided to use her birthday donations to support him. She said she wanted to give back to somebody who really needed something. So during her drive-by birthday party on December 22nd, now I'm picturing like Ice Cube and all those guys driving by from the movie Friday, shooting guns in the air, like they just don't care. <laughs> I'm like, shit. Goddard and her mom raised $475 for Curry and gave him the money the next day. She was so touched. But then they set up a crowdfunding account, which raised the rest of that money. So all in all, $32,935 they crowdfunded because of this guy. So they gave him four seventy-five dollars and then $32,935. All because he did the right thing. And now I guess this Curry guy, he had skills beforehand. And they got him a house. They gave him some, some short-term housing. And they're working with him to develop a row of tiny houses for other people who struggle with homelessness in the area. I think it's great. And that little girl... Okay, because I was going to say... Is that's one of the a most really selfless kids in the world. I was going to say that that was a really sweet story. But what the fuck did he do with the damn money? So... I don't know. At least he's in some of, type of program yeah. and he's actually... He's helping out. Yeah, well, they're trying to help him with with, with whatever skill he's got in life, and they're building tiny houses, but which good. are cool. For the people. tiny houses, have you seen some of them? They're nice, freaking amazing. Some of them. Yeah, you pick them up, put them in your suitcase, and throw it up in the air, and it lands perfectly. No, they're you freaking. They, some of these are like really, yeah. really nice. They're like sheds. They're like the like they could fit in our backyard. You, you could you, you could definitely fit in our backyard, and it's got everything. It's got like an upstairs, downstairs, a toilet. It's, they're cute. Yeah, they're really small. Little ti- they're tiny houses. They're really cool. I they're mini houses. Yeah, yeah, you probably could. Yeah. That would be nice. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how electricity works there. I think you have to run an extension cord or some shit, but whatever. I th- I, I think it's, I mean, it sure as hell beats laying out in a tent somewhere getting nibbled on by fucking wolves and shit. He had a car, though. Yeah, he did. So. Well, I mean, he, he had- wasn't always... And bad luck. No, but he, he was homeless for five years, but still had a car. Yeah. So at least he was figuring out something to be able to pay his car. Unless he was just walking around with the... Unless the well, maybe he didn't have insurance. They didn't go too much into the guy's origin story, but maybe like the car was parked somewhere and he just had the key still and didn't have gas. That's really sweet of her. Yeah. Because, I mean, I've heard a couple of stories like that, but like that's that's really... You, I think it's a great story. It's, it's crazy, because I, I, I can tell you right now, these kids, they don't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. She's like, they don't she's give like, a ins- shit. Instead of presents... Take the money and donate it to a charity. These, our it's kids would nice. never fucking say that. Yeah, yeah it's, it's very nice. No, our kids wouldn't. No, 
No, she didn't feel like more toys. It, it seemed like toys, I don't care. Yeah, yeah, she wouldn't <laughs> care. She wouldn't care. Oh, let's give it to a charity. Okay, like that's really that's really sweet. They they're, they're raising that kid right. And uh, we need more parents nice. and kids like that. Seriously, we we do. Um, and in a time where people are very self absorbed, they want everything for themselves. They don't care. Sh- they don't care or give a shit about anybody else. They 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 laugh in the face of others' despair and. People are less fortunate than them at a time like this. It's nice to see a, a child. Maybe we can all learn from this 12-year-old. What do you think? It would be nice. I think so. And These parents are very well off, probably. They live in California and are able to just say, fuck it, go ahead and donate this money. But still, good for this kid. Raise your child. And we should all be more like her, ladies and gentlemen. And I'm ready to wrap this one up. I'm fucking dead tired. I, I've, I've yawned more times during this show than I think I've yawned all of 2020. Because, holy fuck, it's just been a very rough time. I'm so sick and tired of being sick and tired and working so hard. I'm looking forward to a day off tomorrow, maybe cooking some steaks out on the grill. I've been saying that every single week. But the, tomorrow, I, I really mean it. I, I do want to go. Doing some grocery shopping tomorrow, getting some things in the household. And then we're going to be uh, more alert and more awake because I, I kind of want to sleep in a little bit. And we'll, uh, we'll we'll be recording tomorrow, and we'll release that day, and where you can find the episode of us guest starring on our new friends podcast. It's very cool. I can't wait to do that. It's going to be a lot of fun. Back to our normal schedule next week, and another live episode. I can't wait to do a live episode next week. I've I've been very depressed that we haven't been able to do it, but the holidays are over. We're back to our normal schedule, and things are going to be back to normal. This is it. That's all I got to say. What do you got to say to these lovely people? Dude, it's over. Okay, so Instagram, uh, Voice of Misery. Yes. Uh, the Gmail is Voice of Misery Podcast at gmail.com. Parlor. If you voice can download it. Uh, Meemaw is Voice of Misery, whatever the <laughs> fuck. What the hell is it called? We, me, me, we, something like that. Yeah. Voice of Misery. Oink, oink. oink, oink. I, I, I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. It, voice of Misery, look it up, and I, I'm done, man. I'm, I said it better myself. Seriously, I'm ready to go to bed. I'm ready to clap. Good night. Good night. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by charlottesweb.com. Ladies and gentlemen, if you love CBD just as much as I do, I need it. You need it. We all need it. If everybody had CBD in our life, we wouldn't be so fucking at each other's throats all the time. I said a couple of uh, podcast episodes ago about CBDmedic.com kind of going the way of the wayside. Well, they didn't. They merged. We all went to a bigger and much, much more well-known company called Charlotte's Web. And that's something that needs to happen more in business and life in general is everyone needs to kind of get together and make something bigger, something bigger than yourself. And that's what CBD Medic did with Charlotte's Web. Charlotte's Web is one of the most well-known names in podcasting. Yeah, I mean, people talk about this all the time. People talk about this all the time in the CBD world. They are entrepreneurs, pioneers in the game. These guys are huge business. And I'll tell you what, they are not so big that they forgot about the little man because they gave us a code to give to you guys. VOM10. This will get you any fucking order over $150. You will get the coolest product I've ever heard of with CBD. This is an a, a active sports stick. So anytime you spend $150 or more, use the code VOM10, you get a free active sports stick, which is phenomenal. You can use this thing on any part of your body. If you're an active person, you go out there and you just do anything physical. You take the sports stick, you rub it on your part of your body. There's also a spray version. Spray it on that injured, affected part of your body. Within minutes, you will feel great. This thing will alleviate any pain. It, will, it is phenomenal. 
And if that's not your thing, you're spending 150 bucks to get this free sports stick. Why not get a free sports stick? Spend the 150 bucks, take advantage of all their products. They have uh, all sorts of shit. Rubs, lotions, tinctures, tunctures, all sorts of things that you probably can't even pronounce. So many cool different products, different topics. Everything tastes great. Charlotte's Web has a 100% money-back guarantee on products you may or may not like, but you will get to keep the free active sports stick, but you have to use the code VOM10 at checkout. Spend 150 bucks or more. If you don't like the product, simply send it back and keep the free sports stick. But you won't send it back because you're going to be so fucking on cloud nine, you won't even be able to make it to the mailbox to send it back because you're going to feel so good and relaxed for the first time in your life by using charlottesweb.com, using the code VOM10 products that you will not know what to do with yourself. Ladies and gentlemen, take it from the nerd. I would never, ever steer you wrong until I do. But this is not one of those cases. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Podbean.com. Yes, Podbean.com. Have you ever wanted to get your voice heard by millions upon millions of people around the globe? Are you too dumb to start up your own website professionally? Are you too dumb to start up your own podcast? Are you so dumb that you don't know? <laughs> I'm sorry. Are you me? Because that's basically me describing myself. You know, when we got into this podcasting game about two years ago, um, it was very hard to find a good platform out there, someone that gave us the voice and the opportunity and the tools to make our dreams and vision become a reality. Well, let me tell you something. Podbean.com made it simple, easy, and effective, cost-effective, very cheap to sit there and get your voice out there. And I know the time all that is you get what you pay for, but in this case, you get 10 times more than what you pay. I mean, these guys are getting, like, we're robbing them, basically. And I'm going to tell you something, man. You better jump in on this deal now because right now everyone's at home. Everyone's got a lot to say, a lot of things in their mind. Podcasts are popping up all over the place, and there's no better place than Podbean.com to start your own podcast. They make everything easy. Even a dumbass like myself was able to make a website, can produce a podcast, can put things out there, and just have all sorts of different outlets. And they make it simple for you to get on you know, Apple and all the big shots like Spotify, uh, iHeartRadio, all these other big-name places that you can get your podcast seen and heard. They do it for you, and they make you... <laughs> Just basically walk through baby steps through this process. I mean, they make it so simple and easy. And to sweeten the deal, if you go to www.podbean.com slash vompodcast10, that's vompodcast10 using our code, they're going to give you five free hours of podcasting space to see if you like it, which you will. And if you don't, no harm to you. There's no risk. Tons of reward just to try it out. So give it a shot, www.podbean.com slash vompodcast10 and get your voice heard. And lastly, this podcast is brought to you by <laughs> my good friends here. I tell you what, man, I fucking love these guys and I'm so glad they're back. I never had so much fun recording a podcast commercial for my friends at manscaped.com. I'm so happy they're back, ladies and gentlemen, because I missed them. I mean, it's been a while since I talked about them. Since I was allowed to talk about these guys, and holy shit, my balls have never been happier. I, I, I was crying in the shower the other day, and I was using this cheap-ass shaver. I'm not even going to use the name. I bought it at Walmart for fucking 30 bucks, and I'm shaving my nuts, and all of a sudden, I just howled in pain, and I cried for the first time in my adult life. Well, for the first time this month, actually. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. And blood was trickling all at the bottom, just little droplets. And I said, I said, screw it. And I stopped and I was half shaved and I was walking around with a half roll of my balls. Horrible, horrible experience. 
So I did what I could do, and I picked up the phone. I called Manscaped, and I said, please come back. Please sponsor the show. And they were like, all right, fine. Here you go, nerd. Here's a nice new product for you. Here is the Lawnmower 3.0. This thing is amazing, just the design. The engineering on this thing is beautiful. I mean, the Lawnmower 3.0 trimmer is designed with a compact shape for easy maneuvering while wet or dry. This thing's waterproof, more waterproof than your stupid iPhone 20 or whatever the hell they're at now. It's just amazing. It's got the skin-safe technology. That's the perfect tool for an incredible grooming experience. It's very sleek. I mean, it, you can travel with it, and it's also wireless. So you can charge it, and you pick it up. You can bring it in there with you. So you don't have to worry about you know, accidentally electrocuting yourself in the goddamn shower. But they also got other products, too, like the Weed Whacker, which I need because as an old man who's starting to get gray hairs now, my nose hairs are really long, and the weed whacker, you just jam this thing in there like Arnold Schwarzenegger from Total Recall, and just move it around in your fucking nose, and instead of pulling out that little ball that he had that was tracking him with, what, with whoever else chasing him, it's going to pull out those nasty nose hairs. It's like going in a backyard and ripping out weeds, but it's painless. You don't feel any pain at all. You don't get those nasty scents of batteries that you get from all those cheap-ass ones. This one's amazing. The skin-safe technology as well, something I cannot brag enough about with these guys. You do not hurt yourself. You don't have droplets of blood. You don't hurt yourself at all. It's amazing. You can go as hard as you want. You, you just pull it, you just pull that sack back and you just fucking go to town on yourself. Before you know it, you're going to be smooth. Smooth as my head. And my, my bald head. I love this thing. You could use it on your fucking head. You could use it in your armpits, your mustache, your, every place on your body. You can use this thing. And I'm telling you what, the ladies are going to love you for it because you're going to be as smooth as a baby's butt. It's amazing. The battery life is phenomenal. They got a 600 mAh lithium ion battery. Hold the charger up to 90 minutes. You can shave your whole body five times in 90 minutes, even more, depending on how tall or you know, short you are. It's such a phenomenal. They send you all sorts of stuff, and there's a lot of different things that you can get as well. There's a crop reviver, keeps your balls cool. The crop preserver keeps them nice and shave free. And the cleanser, it romances your stones. It's basically a hair and body wash. It makes you feel really good. But ball deodorant, whoever thought of ball deodorant? Only these guys. I'm serious. They are the best company out there. Very innovative, and we're happy to have them back. There's so many different things. Here's some testimonials for you. 85% of women think bad grooming is a major turnoff. 80% of women think men should trim below the belt. Those other 20 women are dirty fucking skeezers. 89% of men think grooming is essential to their professional success. So thank you, men. We're actually moving up in the rank. There's 11 dirty bastards out there, 11% of dirty bastards, but we'll get to them. And if you get this right now, there's an exclusive offer. You get free boxers and a travel bag, so you can put all these tools in there. And $109.99, you get every single product. And you get a money-back guarantee. And the cool thing about that $109.99 plan is it's every three months. So you get fresh products. You're always fresh and trim. Your ladies are going to be all over. You're going to have to beat them off with a stick, all right? You're going to look phenomenal. You're going to smell phenomenal. And the best thing is... You're just going to get some free gifts like that fucking Manscaped boxers. I mean, it's going to keep your dick all where it's supposed to be. And that bag is amazing. It's really sleek. It's a leather bag. It's going to keep all your stuff protected. So get on this right now, manscaped.com, and use our code VOM10. VOM10 at manscaped.com, and please do it. And you'll save tons of money. You're going to save $80 off the retail price. So normally, it'd be $169.99 for the Perfect Package 3.0. You're going to get it for $89. You're going to go for the, the best package, the $109.99. Normally, that's $197, so that you're going to save even more money. The more packages that you get to protect your package. Why wouldn't you do this, ladies and gentlemen? 
Go to manscaped.com. B-O-M-1-0.